Last, last, it don't cast. I'm not gonna chop breakfast. Ah, uh-uh, my people, my people. Niger Girl Talks is back again. We have a piping new topic for you. Ah, Ogbono is hot. I was hearing that in these streets, in this big 2023, you people are still collecting breakfast. Upon all the fasting, upon all the praying, put your hand on your head right now in this woman. Say, Lord, I reject breakfast and begin to have dinner. I want to be wined and dined. Far be it from me to be collecting breakfast. Because why now? You people, why? God will help us all. Amen. <laughs> so enjoy this episode. And yeah, y'all stay lit. This season is about to be so good. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. We don't cast. Last, last. Now everybody go to our breakfast. Shayo. You go bow for the result, nothing to discuss, cause I think when by default and without any doubt, I'm a me happy adult, and no feed the girl, and no go feed the girl is out, I'm a mind as you be talk, I put my life into my job and I know I'm in trouble, she manipulate my love, Welcome back to Niger Girl Talks. It's your host, Olamide Yonder. It's season five, and I'm so excited to bring brand new episodes for brand new podcast members. Today's episode is called Chop Preface, and I have a wonderful, amazing, beautiful, <laughs> talented podcast. Now, I'll probably say her, but they're going to find out. Yeah. So I'm going to let her introduce herself. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Um, my name is Whitney. Whitney Oluwadamidola Ajibola. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I wasn't, bo- I wasn't born in Brooklyn, which a lot of people don't know that. I was actually born in Atlanta, but raised in Brooklyn all my life. Uh have since become a Jersey girl, but I'm still from Brooklyn. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's there to say about me. I'm 31. I work in philanthropy, um, mm-hmm. which has always been one of my like dreams um, to do. I love the Lord with all my heart. I'm the eldest of five. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So um, I met Whitney in 2012, right. um, I went to Morgan State. Mm-hmm. I got good memory, girl. Yeah. I went to Morgan State, um, but I used to go to Temple University a lot to the point that people thought I went there. Mm-hmm. So I came up there to see my former best friend, um, who we will not name. I came to see her and it was also 420 weekend. And that was the same weekend as like the dripping like water party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I had just gotten saved. Like I got saved in February of that year and it's now April. Um, mm-hmm. So she takes me to Taylor's house. Do you remember Taylor? I remember who that is. Taylor is what I call the Wiz Khalifa of Temple. <laughs> he, wakes up, he wakes up high, he goes to bed high. Like that was his thing. And he had like a, a 420 party. So she takes me there and she leaves me um, oh, there. Okay. She was you know yeah she was doing something else 
So I'm freaking out because everything and anything is going on at this house. And mm-hmm. I don't know my way around Philly. Like the only person I know in Philly that, that I'm cool with left me here. So I remember a couple months ago, Alvin gave me his phone number. I was like, if you ever need me, hit me up. I'm like, what? No, I needed him that night. I said, Alvin, <laughs> I'm in Philly and I'm at Taylor's house. That's all I have to say. Alvin That's all you got to say with him. That's all you got to say he with him. He walked and came <laughs> and got me in the middle of the night in Philly. Yeah. So then he takes me to his um his, his apartment where he was roommates with Lorley. And that's, and then they were like, yeah, we're going to the movies to watch Think Like a Man. You want to come? I said, sure. And that's how I met you and Boosie. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, it's some cool people, you know? And oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I put the whole weekend with you guys. Yeah, you did. You're unlocking memories right now. Wow. Yeah, I literally you... spent the whole weekend with y'all. I didn't, I didn't go back to my best friend's house until like the day before I left. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> I remember this, OD. Wow. Me and Boosie loved you, though. We were like, she is so cool. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we were like, she is so cool. And we are very, uh, we're Brooklyn girls. First. Yeah, 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 through and through. Through and through. Ninja girls as well. So it was like, who's this girl? <laughs> and then, but right away, we were just like, oh, no, she is so sweet. We like her. Bring her again. No, literally. And then I think we went to like an album release party at the mm-hmm. Redeem Church. At the Redeem Church, yeah. 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 I was like, well, she was mad cool. Oh um, and then we've been friends since, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So recently, um, yeah, let's just let's segue into the talk <laughs> and then I can t- explain how this podcast came to be because everybody's talking about right. chop breakfast. Okay, so if you listen to the podcast you know that every episode we do something called the talk and the talk is essentially what are you talking about with your girlfriends what are you just mm-hmm. about in your group chat what's on your lips in this season well what are we talking about, <laughs> what are we talking about in the group chat what do we always talk about in the group chat we're always talking about relationships in the group chat we're always talking about how the men gone men but the women gone women too <laughs> <laughs> we, we we give it to both sides. But actually, I think this week, um, particularly me and my friend, we've been talking about this whole Will and Jada thing. For real? I want to meet them on Twitter so bad. The, so I, I like, <laughs> it's like I didn't ask to know this and you're telling exactly. me exactly a will. <laughs> I I literally told my friend, I was like, can they please free us? Free me, free me, free me. Like I really don't want to know about this. But the thing that she did mention was like she feels like Will is getting no Jada is getting like predominantly most of the smoke versus Will, mm. which I was like mm. initially I was like nah, but then I thought about it and I was like yeah she is getting a lot of like heat, and I don't know if it's because like as a society we just feel like yo she should just like talks like way too much, or if it's like the love we have for Will Smith I don't really know what it is because I too mm. was one of the people who was like please tell this lady to stop talking. But then what it made me think about was like, you literally cannot put anyone's relationship on a pedestal. Not at all. Not nobody. And I, and then I think someone was saying like J Cole, like recently, cause he had, has a line in his song with Will and Jada in it. And like at his recent concert, he like did not say the line literally like, yeah, literally like stop singing the song. 
to not say the line. And it just get, goes back to the whole, like, literally do not put people's relationships on a pedestal. And I learned that a while ago, but like, this is like reinforcement. That was, for, yeah, this is reinforcement. I want what God got for me, not yeah. what society what society is trying to sell. So, yeah, because yeah. literally, even to the point people are now trolling, like, Jada was in the car when Tupac got shot. I and saw she said, that. Well, not Tupac. Said, people are stupid. Y'all are stupid. It's so rude. <laughs> Disrespectful. It's so but, you know, rude. Like, I want to know, like, I don't, who's interviewing these people? I literally asked my friends, is journalism dead? Because there's other yeah. things to talk about. Other people to interview, and you're interviewing these the slap happened almost two, almost two years ago or last year? No, last year, I think. Like, let it go. No, you guys, last year. Yeah. But the thing what? is, you know what it is? Jada is a master at marketing. Like, she is a master. Because at the end of the day, we're talking about her. But the real reason why we're talking about her is this book that she's trying to promote and she's trying to push. And so... I also think she's a master manipulator. Oh, well, I agree Because the August... August... Um, what's that? August... Yeah, mm. like that was bad. Like that was, was really bad. He's he, the reason why we know all this stuff in the first place. And like if he me, never would literally I, I can't look at that word the same way again. Because <laughs> what? And he if was he like never, he's your son's friend. And he that part is he, weird. He was very vulnerable and he used that moment. So you know how like when I first heard about it, like I had to like replay back because I used to see him hang out with their family, like, oh, he's like another one of their sons. So then I went to replay it back and to realize, like, no, she literally was in a full-blown relationship with this child. Is Entanglement. Entanglement. I'm sorry. Entanglement. Entanglement. And, he, that and, that, and he's uh, he's entwined with the family. You're bringing your, it's not mistress, it's miss, whatever. You're bringing your, really, your, your, your side it. piece <laughs> is to the family a- function. <laughs> like, come on now. And I, then, I messy and that's messy. And then he said, you know, he said, you know, Will gave me his blessing because I just saw a replay of, of that interview. I said, "What?" Oh, he got my he got my boy Will Smith looking crazy out oh, here. Yeah. They both do. Will Smith had a squeaky clean image. Yeah, that he cultivated. That he, he curated. curated. Mm-hmm. And he then very, go ahead. Very go calculated. Ahead. Very calculated. Yes, thank you. That was what I was. So that slap say. kind of reset him. Oh my god. I watched it in shock. I was like, what has possessed this man? Because what would, I, let me tell you, I was bewildered for like three days straight. I couldn't get over it. I said, every time I would be like free, I, I would text the group chat. Yeah, I would text what? the group chat. Will, Will Smith really slapped Chris, Chris Rock? Like, did that really happen, y'all? Like, no, every I texted day. I want Kenny that said, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? Question mark? Because it's like, like What? what? Yeah, no, it was wild. Okay, so what is Alameda talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Girl, for the last three weeks now, KFC Fast. um, Listen. 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 Things are shaking, okay? Things are breaking. Yeah. Um, So this is my third time doing the fast. Mm -hmm. But the first time in 2021, I didn't take it as seriously. My cousin invited me to do it. And I didn't take it, she took it very serious. I didn't take it that serious. She, she's actually getting married this weekend. Like, I was wow. like, wow, God, we, like, like last year, the guy just came out of nowhere and like mm-hmm. that, you know, he proposed. Yeah. And now they're getting married this weekend. Very, and I, I, I did ministry with the guy. So he's like a legit guy. Like, ah, I said, hmm, correct guy. I like that. So last year, I took it seriously. And I was 
it really changed my heart. Like the fire mm-hmm. that I had, that the last relationship that I had kind of took my fire away from God, mm-hmm. before God. And this fast last year, like it revived it. Like mm-hmm. to the point people were like, Deck, I see, I see a change in you. Like you were always mm-hmm. on it, but now I see like there's a hunger in you. I'm like, yeah, because this, the forces of zeal, mercy, yeah. No, last last year, the prayer points were, yeah, the topics were like top tier. Funny enough, the KFT fast is the thing that shifted me and changed Mm. my life. Like, so I started, I joined the fast. I think I actually joined it in 2021 or no. What was the year of the pandemic? 2020? Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. So I joined it 2020. Okay. My sister had told me about them and all these different things like that. I had heard about the whole like prophet revelation dream that she had yes. and stuff. And, but I still was like, mm, I don't really know. And then I had like this whole like, God, like something has to break. And I had had been having that whole situation happening for like the whole year, because in 2019, I was at doing Desi December in Ghana. Okay. And I was mm-hmm. trying I was turned up, but not overly turned up, but I was turned up. But I, in Ghana, I talked to God. Oh, I know. In Ghana, yeah. they party to 6, 6 a.m. in the morning. So I know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So I talked to God, though, like on New Year's, I talked to God. I said, enough is enough. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this relationship with you in a lukewarm way because I've been saved for a very long time. But like, I knew like something in my life needed to change, something needed to break. And the the verse that came to me was Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all things shall be added unto you. For the first time in my life, I had, I think I had that, at that point, I've been saved with like eight years. For the first time in my life, that verse spoke to me in a way, it never, like I never read it before. And it became like an anchor for me. So when the KFT fast came, I was like, mm, you know what? I don't know what is pulling me. I don't go to this church. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing, but something kept pulling me, pulling me, pulling me. So I did it. And I didn't even know I could do that. Like pray four times a day. No, the lock-in. I didn't know that I, was, I could do that. Son. I was shocked. I was shocked. It was seven in the morning. I'm, I'm still up. Still yeah. praying. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, but I you know, shower and did errands, and everybody was like, "What?" I said, "I don't know." This energy, that's this this yeah, gave me some type of boost of energy. I was, yeah, it was it. I I love it, and I recommend it to everybody, and especially now because, like, I think people sometimes think it's like marriage focused, but I'm like, no, destiny. the destiny part is real. <laughs> the destiny part is real. It's that is real. the game changer because if you don't fix that, you're not gonna be able to do the marriage thing. Yeah, this she, today she met before I hopped on this. Zoom, mm. she, she she was saying like, you're talking about delay. Like, this topic is barrenness. She was like, one thing about barrenness, one key point is delay. And she was like, yeah, we're all going to get married, but the enemy is delaying it. So we're fasting mm-hmm. now so that when you when you get to that marriage, things that should occur, you've already broken through it's this broken. fast. Yep, exactly. Like, this fast is literally not to get married, but to break things break. that are in your bloodline in your family line, things mm-hmm. that you even on your in your own walk have put on yourself yeah. that you have not realized. Like, yes, last night people were dealing with um, jealousy. See, yeah. Like full-blown Christians dealing with, he said, he's like, mm-hmm. you know, some of y'all, you're one step of being initiated into a cult. Yeah. Of being a witch because you have jealousy in your heart. Yeah. Are, I said, how can you be jealous of your brother and sister? But it's people it's, are jealous. It's, yeah, people, it's, it's so a spirit. Easy. So people, yeah, it happens. It's very easy. And the thing is like, 
that's why I love Christianity. And I, I love Christianity because it's literally a character building faith. Like it's literally focused on building your character. And that's how you know it's a lifelong thing. Your character yeah. always has to be developed. Your character yes. is always going to have to be stretched. And so, yeah, I highly recommend 10 out of 10. Do the KFT fast. Yeah. And if you, and if you hear this podcast after the fast, Go and rewatch Go the teaching, especially 12 p.m. and 6 p.m. Those yep. teachings, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Hey, and hey. it's changed. <laughs> it's changed a lot too. Just like, like last thing, it's changed a lot too. Like, because it used to just be like a prayer line, everybody joined a prayer line and you pray for like an hour. But now, like, they are teaching, teaching. I and have never seen that. And they got the book. I've never seen that before where two ministers who are married who sit there and teach for two hours every day, multiple times a day. And then Friday, Friday, Friday night come, and mm, then Sunday yeah, service. Yeah. Come on now. Mm-hmm. God is shout, out, shout out to KFT. Shout out to KFT. Apostle <laughs> and first lady. Yeah. That was a podcast by itself. Anyway, let's, let's dig into <laughs> the, 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 the real reason why they're here. Um, why are we so here? This, why are we here? So this podcast is called Chop Breakfast. The Nigel Girl Heartbreak. Um, so I went to Houston back in May mm-hmm. um, to see my sister for her birthday. A bunch of us went to go see her because she moved out there. Um, and at that time, like I felt like the Lord was talk on the planet. I felt like the Lord talk about talking to me about heartbreak. Like I felt the I received the title. I just wrote it down on my notepad. And then when I was in when I was there, you know, I was catching up with some friends, kicking with them, and one friend shared with me something that she's did like her last, her recent heartbreak. And girl, if I tell you what happened to her, me and you would just be like, oh, mine wasn't that bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't that bad. So um, I, I think I, um, Tawa had texted me and she was like, hey, text Whitney. I think she'll be a great podcast member. And I said, okay, sure. And then God was just giving me more about this heartbreak. I was writing stuff down, writing it down, like ideas, inspos, the song, all the stuff to use. I got very creative. <laughs> so God was giving me the song, all the stuff. So um, another friend mentioned another heartbreak that she dealt with before she got married. And I'm like, mm. oh my gosh. People are going, like girls are going through it when it comes mm. to relationships. And it's like, yeah. especially in the church, like these are men mm-hmm. of God type of thing. So, I, so then... When I text you, you was like, I was like, I think I know the topic you're going to share, but I'm going to let you share it. And when you said what you said, I just screenshot shot breakfast. <laughs> and I, put in the, I put in the chat and I was like, yeah, the spirit is one. The spirit God, is one. Because God talked to mm. me about this too. So um, we're going to talk about heartbreak and how God has brought us through that. And it's our journey thus far. And we just prayed as far as you. So let's get to it. Um, (laughs) first question Can you share your personal experience when dealing with heartbreak? What was your initial thought and emotions when it happened? Um, which one, girl? Because you know, no, no, it's like, no, but it's like, yeah, yeah, for real. I've had my heart broken a couple times. Um, yeah, I'm 32, so uh. My initial reaction to my to heartbreak was like, I kept asking God why, because you know Mm -hmm. when you think that like 
especially when you're a Christian. I don't know why. To me, probably it's like age too, but like to me, my heartbreaks have hurt more while being saved versus like when I was unsaved. <laughs> why is that? And I think it's because this is why, because I had to sit down and really like assess. And I think it's because when you aren't saved, you're not always looking at relationships in a, in the same, with the same like lens of lens. like, this relationship will lead to partnership, which will lead to marriage. That's why you're thinking with your Christian lens. But when you're in your like secular world, it's kind of like, all right, we testing it out. All right. Doesn't work on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. But in your Christian one, you like put your heart in it more because you're like, oh, we're aligned. We both love the Lord. And oh, you know, he wants to, his focus is marriage. My focus is marriage. So you just have this, like, you have literally built it up. So when it comes crashing down, it's like, what the heck? So for me, I think, um, and the first person, person you look is up is like, Lord, what happened? Like mm -hmm. we were, pr I prayed about this. We were talking about it. So for me, it was that. And then um, I think because I had had series of heartbreaks in that situation, I mm. was prepared because I had already gotten to a place of like exhaustion with it. Mm. Um, I had gotten to a place of exhaustion and I had gotten to a place where I had asked God, like, you are not a God of confusion. You are not the author of confusion. And when something starts to feel like a cycle, because I learned this from my KFT fast and reading the Bible, when something starts to begin to feel like a cycle, then I know that this is not of God. Patterns, evil patterns. It's a pattern. Thank you. It's there an you evil go. pattern. And because it started to feel like an evil pattern, because it was literally like in that relationship, Every single time around the same time, we would have the exact same similar situation. Hmm. After a while of like that happening constantly, your heart breaks and stuff like that. You finally like you start and it's like I start to get strong in the Lord. And I literally told God, like, you're going to have to break this. If this is not your will for my life, you got to end it. Hmm. And he ended it and he brought it and he ended it in a nice way, in a nice way. I think mine is like the opposite because um, with my situation, um, my recent situation, mm -hmm. because, because we were both saved and I felt like God was leading me down this path, mm -hmm. I was just so confused because like, my thing is like, if this wasn't God, this wasn't of God, God, why would you let me allow enter into this if this is not of you? Like typically God mm -hmm. will break something. If the job is not for you, they won't accept you. If the car is not for you, they'll deny you. If this is not for you, they, they, you'll get denied. But like, why yeah. did I enter into this only to experience it? Like, if you weren't in the, if it's not your will, why did I enter into it? Like, why did I have to mm -hmm. endure or experience this? This could have been avoided, you know? So for me, yeah. it's just like, I'm seeking you. I'm I'm serving. I'm seeking you. I'm here. I'm committed. I'm committing my ways into uh, onto your name. And then I still experience this. It's like question marks. You know, it's like, yeah. God, if you didn't want this, you could have spoken to me in my dream. Allow me to do not move forward. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. people out here giving me confirmation. I'm experiencing peace. I'm actually mm. even going further in my walk. And only to end like this, you know? I know. Uh, yeah, like, but you know, you know, the thing is, I had I had similar conversations with the Lord. Like, why would you let me go down that path like this? Da, da, da. And I realized the thing he told me is I didn't do this for you. I did this for the girls that's behind you. 
And I said, what? Am I your strongest soldier, Lord? Because yeah. I'm not signed. I, I didn't sign uh-huh. up to be your strongest soldier. He's like, but he literally, I, that's literally what I received. I didn't do it for you. I did it for the girls behind you. I literally was in crossover service in Nigeria. And I said, God, I don't want any battles <laughs> in 2023. And lo and behold, Q1, the Q1. battle was there. Many are called. Oh. You are chosen, sis. <laughs> My goodness. But um, I think with me, it's like you said for you, every disappointment, you know, built you up to this moment. Like you weren't surprised. For me, I don't know why I was shocked. I really mm. don't. The, the signs were there. The red flags were there. So I don't understand why I was shocked. But I was I say, yeah. I say in Yoruba, like my brain went crazy. Like, oh, um, multi, like I, <laughs> when, when my friend told me what was going on, I didn't move for 30 minutes because it's like, nah. Like, you know that, you know that meme of the lady putting the math, the math problems on her head trying to solve? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. I was like, if one plus one is two and two plus two is four what the heck is this you know i was so confused like, huh no this is like a twilight zone <laughs> no i mean don't, don't get it twisted i've had twilight zone moments I okay had okay moments. I, no okay see this is the thing you are seeing a version of whitney Damlilla that is like healed and happy and it's like it's great that it's, it's not great it that i experienced that but it is what it is i mean keep it moving girl girl in those moments in the in the in the original moments oh no sis i was losing it like the first time was devastation distraught because also like i don't think i had ever experienced like i didn't experience love like that before so then Mm. that also makes it like even more deeper like and more painful but then after a while like if somebody does the same thing over and over you gotta you gotta stretch like this whole process is for the stretching. Like it's literally, you got to stretch. You got to get stronger because, and it also taught me, baby girl, you was not ready for marriage. Why did you think you were ready for marriage? You were not. So then- You think you're ready now? Oh, 1,000%. That's right, my girl. That's my- 1,000%. Because also, I think when you take a step back from those certain relationships, you start to analyze yourself and see like, who was Mm -hmm. I in that? Yes. And you never go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I said I I know for me, I had to I had to look back and realize like I was losing a part of myself. And I just said, like mm-hmm. everything revolved around this person. Like I mm-hmm. I can be if I love you, or if I have if I'm connected to you or doing life with you, I'm very intense. So I have a small circle, but I'm very intense with these people. Yeah. So when I was dating this person, like helping them with ministry or giving them advice or just being there. Um, but then I was kind of neglecting my podcast mm. and it's like, yeah. Or even neglecting, like um, still like connecting, hanging out with my friends. And, you know, I had just, I had moved to Georgia during this period. Mm. So it was just like, mm. I was kind of like losing myself. Yeah, but not realizing it. People were like, "You're not, you're not the same person." I'm like, "Oh, maybe because I'm in Georgia, I'm homesick." But it's like maybe I was just losing myself mm-hmm. in this relationship as well because I was so enveloped. Is that a word? Oh, yeah, engulfed. Engulfed. Engulf. There you go. Yeah. Listen, it's not my first language. <laughs> I was so engulfed in with this person. So, um, yeah. So now it's just like the next relationship. I know, like, 
set boundaries up. You're still getting to know this person. Yeah. Like, still remain your some, some, some type of sense of singleness, like identity mm-hmm. type of thing. So, yeah. I mean, I always, I've been saying it, like, I thoroughly enjoyed being single. I think this is the first time in my life, um, outside of being, like, a kid or whatever, where I thoroughly enjoyed being single. Like, I I loved it. I feel like I figured out who I who I am. Mm-hmm. I remembered the things that I wanted to accomplish and do. And honestly, like, I'm making great money. I like this version of me. Like, this is You're my You're in DC every month. Oh, yeah, I am in DC every month. I travel. I get to travel the world. Like, I like this version of me. And I think, here's the thing. <laughs> so, 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 something just came to me. Sometimes, right, when you're in a situation, you date for that situation. You date at for that level. I'll probably get into that right now. <laughs> you date for that Go level. Ahead. So ahead. when... Take, take us there, Pastor. Take us there. Yeah, you date for that level. So sometimes God takes you out of these situations because he's like, my baby girl, that's not the level for where I have for you. Yeah. That's not the level I have for you. And so yeah. you got to get out of those things so that you can actually get to the place that you need to be so that the caliber of men that are going to be not intimidated by what God called you to be and who he created you to be, but is like an a, a, inspired a, yeah, by it, inspired by it. They add on to you. You add on to them. It's like joint partnerships. Yeah. Some women are called to all women are called to like. Yes, obviously, you know, like submission and all that stuff or whatever. But like some women are called to be really like bossed up mm-hmm. and they're, and require partners who are so confident in who they are that their woman bo- being bossed up doesn't like intimidate them. Intimidate. Thank you. Intimidate them at all. If anything, it's like, nah, I want I got to back my babe up. I got to make sure that she gets to where she needs to be. And you see it happen over and over. But sometimes when you have low self-esteem or you're not clear on your purpose or clear on who you are, you just date for your situation. You date for who, for wherever your circumstances. Nah, because I was about to say, when I was dating this person, I wasn't working. Mm. Like I had just got, I had gotten laid off during COVID, because of COVID. Mm. And then I was doing my contract work and then I quit my job, moved to Georgia because I needed a break. Like the pandemic was getting to me. Um, so I got, when I was in Georgia, I wasn't working. Like I had so much free time to be on the phone with them and all this stuff. But then in like July, um, I talked to my friend and she was like, why don't you just travel? And I was like, I'm not working and blah, blah, blah. She was like, so mm-hmm. like allow me day, like go travel, go see the world. Like do yeah. you know, call this person and be like, I'm traveling with you. So my friend invited me to go to Bahamas with her. And it's like, I wasn't working, but I invested that money. Used my Delta points to pay for the flight. And that was literally the catalyst to where I am yeah. now. Because like, um, I traveled late, I traveled in August and mm-hmm. then he ended things September. Um, two days later, I had an interview with John Hopkins. And then I had a job a couple months later. I got my apartment. Started, I think I did like, in 2022, I did like five trips. I traveled like crazy 2022. You know, I was at my own I apartment. And you know, I, I was I, so it's just like I have grown so much since that relationship. Like I'm not even the same person that I was, mm-hmm. but I was dating that person. You know, I'm different. Like 
my passport got more stamps in it now, you know, <laughs> my savings have grown. I have a mm-hmm. job. I, you know, have, I, I threw my first podcast event last weekend. So it's just yeah, like, which looked amazing. Go girl. I have expanded my territory to the point that like, I don't even know if I, me and the person had the same caliber, like the same taste in things. Like if we were dating, it would just be like y'all together. Yeah. No, no shade, no tea, but just like no well, from Tuesday, I have grown. I'm not the same person I was. I don't know if even if I, I don't even know, actually. I don't think I would even, my taste in men have changed too. Yeah. Listen, you know, the the thing is that the relationship serves its purpose for the season. Everything is seasonal. It served its purpose for the season. I know that's not, some people that might sound bad, but it's the reality. Yeah. So, yeah, like I think, I think a sign of being healed is being able to say, you know what, that relationship for the season that I ha- I was in it, it was good. It was a blessing at the time. But every those seasons have to come to an end so that you can get to the next level and get to where you got to go. Okay, Pastor Dami. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like everybody else. I'm like, Lord, that's not, that's not my calling. Mm, um, you know, pastors that function in different places, um, different offices. That's true. That's true. Not every time the pulpit, you know, not, some, not every time the church, not every time, time. you know. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the marketplace. Yeah, that's true. Ministry is anywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, oh, okay go ahead. No, no, please. Next question. Um, Heartbreak can be incredibly challenging and an emotional experience. How did you initially cope with the pain and confusion? And what were some first steps you took towards healing? Uh, first, I went to like my sister. So my mm-hmm. sister is like my best friend, but she's also my prayer partner. That's good. Yeah. So I went to, I went to my sister first because I didn't want to do the whole like crying to all my friends and all that stuff like that's just not even like my personality so I went to my sister first and she gave me a good Ibawi she spoke to me honey she spoke to me like she was the older sister like shake me girl wake up what are you doing like you are called for more this isn't the end of the road like it's okay she said I'm allow you to cry for a day she said but then go talk to your father so I did that. Well, she pointed you right mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. She, she gave me right the rebuke back. and she was like, go back, go to him for loving. Go to him for yep. loving. So yeah, so yeah. that was like how I initially dealt with it. Um, I, I journaled a lot. I journaled a lot. But I think, so remember when I was saying earlier that like sometimes a relationship just has a season and it serves a purpose. Yeah. I truly, truly believe that my last relationship was to push me to God push me to a point where like mm. God is at my absolute foundation and with uh, with the man without the man God's still going to be God mm. and I'm still going to be his daughter Amen. and I had needed to get and I needed to get to that place I wasn't there yet I was in a place back then I was in a place where like if heartbreak happened I gotta go to my sister can you just pray with me but now it's like as the stretching started to happen, I was like, wait, I could war for myself. Mm-hmm. And I started to war for myself. I started to pray for myself. I started to, if like, even if an ounce of heartbreak would come in, the scriptures would just start to come and just remind me that like, I am loved by God, period, point blank. And that's okay. 
And so because he's not a because he's a God who wouldn't forsake me, a God who won't let me know shame, because he's a God that has already spoken a thing and it will not return back null or void. Everything that he has promised me is already established. I just don't see it right now. So for me, that's how the heartbreak came. But in the reality, I'm not the girl who goes and does like the ice cream. I'm not the girl who's going to go do shots, but I am going to hang out with my friends, though. Yeah. <laughs> you, want, you want the non-spiritual side? Yes, I am going to go hang out with my girls. I am going to beat my face. I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to go outside. Not to the club. Um, yeah, I think for <laughs> me, when I found out, I immediately called my best friend, Nicole. I mm. called her. Mm-hmm. And when I told her, she was like, I'm so sorry. And then, you know, she went to call her. She, I'm, I'm best friends with two sisters. So Monique and Nicole are sisters. She oh, went yeah, to call yeah, yeah. Monique. Yeah. Um, I, I, literally, I literally called all my close, like, core friends that night for the most part. So that way, because sometimes I'm dealing with things and I don't tell people. And they're like, why are you acting weird? Someone mm-hmm. wants to know. This is why I'm acting this way. Like, this is why I'm acting distant. So everyone knew. Um, And uh, what I do? I think I, so for me, I have to go into survivor mode mm, okay. because it's like your action. You didn't, you didn't consider me when you, when you did what you did, you didn't consider me. You thought about yourself. So now yeah. I have to protect myself. So if I have to mute people, unfollow people, I'm going to do it. Um, so I eventually booked a, a therapy, my a therapy appointment with my therapist. She knew about this guy. She, she when I came back to her. After months of not seeing her, she was just like, what's up? I told her what happened. She was like, <laughs> she already knew how he was. Yep. You know? And then she yeah. was just like, you know, um, you're calling these people your friends, but they don't, they're not your friends. You use the word friends too loosely. Like if they use your friends, they wouldn't do something like this. Or they're giving you a heads up, but mm. they, didn't, they didn't consider you. So they're not your mm. friends. You're call, you're, mm. And it's like, yeah, maybe I do call people my friends too early. Like, we went but to I brunch one time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, we went to brunch one time. We traveled one time. We experienced not everybody's your friend, you know. Not and everybody's like, your friend. Some people these are some people have to show like they're your friend. Like so I, my therapist was like, What do you know about this girl? I said, that, that's not your friend. Everything mm. you told me about her is very surface level around me today. I could have Googled that. Anyway, I'm mean, so then for me, Ooh, I just like, you know, my therapist. I have this thing where I crack jokes when I like I crack jokes, even like traumatic experience, I'll crack a joke. She don't yeah. even budge. Like she don't even have time for me. She just looks at me like, are you done? <laughs> okay, okay, you know, let's get to it. So I told my friends, saw my therapist, and she just told me, you have to, you can't you don't have to confront them. You don't have to let them know that she know what happened, but you mm. have to now make a boundary and keep to it. Unfollow them, mute them, what you gotta do, do that. So I did that. I kept my distance. Like I literally fell back. And I think they noticed I fell back because it's like, you're not kicking with us the same way. Mm. But um I still think I it's weird that they thought they could kiki with you, but I don't understand. Please make me understand. <laughs> like so what? Sis, let's be for real. Yeah, yeah. Let's be for real. Um, so then um I also hung out with my friends. Like I, I initially I lived in my apartment, so I was always my apartment a lot, you know, being a homebody, all that stuff. But when that happened, it really um, made me like embrace community. So mm-hmm. like maybe just sitting at my friend's house and watch a Netflix movie or work on some podcast stuff at my friend's house or be on FaceTime or go to brunch or 
just get out the house, get some air, like yeah, go touch grass. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing I did that when I found out, I basically planned like I, I, I did like a, uh, I hosted some friends for lunch. Like I made a mm-hmm. fries, chicken, mm-hmm. boy, yeah, like all that stuff. And I had like a nice spread and I got, I went to my dad's house. I got a, 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 a table, put some tablecloth, some vases, some flowers, all that stuff. Oh, and then cute. I gave them, I gave them my NGT hoodie. And I, it's just like my way of Where's like, my hoodie? I got you. But yeah, so basically like I, and they're like, what's going on? I want to, I want to appreciate those people that love on me. Like, don't focus on who doesn't love you, but focus yeah. on the people that do love you, people that actually show up for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just talking and put that dance to Igbo music and practicing our dances and stop dancing our on the piano and stuff like that. It was just so much fun. So ever since then, I've literally been on go, go, go mode. I've traveled. Okay. I went to Houston to see um, Pastor Jerry as a, um, went to South Africa, you know, mm. went to Houston. I've, I've been traveling. Um, oh, I've been doing things. Once I went to Houston, God was like, have the live podcast. From there, I started playing the podcast. So it's just like, I've been on go, go, go mode that I don't have time to sit here and be sad or to reflect but, like a woe is me. Go ahead. But I want to ask you, because we all do this as women. I've noticed that this is a thing that women do. We go on go, go, go mode. And be, because go, we're on go and autopilot, we don't feel. And so we don't ever take the time okay. to reflect and ask ourselves, wait a minute, am I good? So go ahead. Let me, let me backtrack. So that first month after mm-hmm. I found out, mm-hmm. I had to heal. Everybody was just like, you you might not get the closure you want, or you might not even be able to, you can't even like confront him. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't even, you have to heal on your own. So I literally... Mm-hmm. My way of healing is very unconventional. Of course, I'm going to go to God. I'm going to go to the altar. Like, I literally, I got on the prayer line and my pastor was like, I'm having chest pain. Is anybody here having heart issues? Uh, and he was mm. like, playing, like, I pray for the blood to flow through the iota and all this. Da, 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 da. And he was like, who is that person? I was like, it's me. I'm not having mm, heart mm. issues, but my heart is not at peace. Uh, yeah. so everyone prayed for me. The next day I told him mm. what happened. He was like, you cannot have a spiritual tie to this person. Release him. Yep. Release him. Yep. Pray for them and release them. You yep. know, pray for him and the, the new girl and release them. Um, and I did that and I had to get closure. So my way of healing is very unconventional. Heal through humor. That's so not unconventional. Okay. So for me, <laughs> TikTok and me were like this. My whole timeline was about like getting over a guy content so i had a folder with this person's initials and every time my tiktok came that reminded me of this person i saved it to that folder so there was a tiktok it was like imagine he picks up his phone and says look at this dumb b texting me <gasps> yep that's you if you text him i say you know what let me not text him put in the folder you know what i hate when my friend Whoa. is being by a man i said what so she's oh, embarrassing me. I said, yo, that's me. I'm embarrassing my friends talking about this issue. And then even my scripture, like the scripture where God took me. I'm sorry, I'm really cracking up. We have a hundred plus TikToks that I saved in this folder that if I ever wanted to text or think about him, I'd go to that folder and it's like, look mm, at this dumb B about to text smart. him. I said, Jesus, I'm not a dumb B. I'm not a dumb B. I'm not going to text him. Because one thing, one thing I would not give you is ammunition to embarrass me. Oh this, my God. 
You're not gonna bail somebody in your dot like I don't know if it's the Yoruba girl in us or what. I hate most my brand. Mo hates embarrassment. Oh my god, it's like the worst thing you could do to me. So that's why, like mentally, I'm like, wait, maybe that's where the Yoruba girl pride comes. Like you're uh, not the pride is strong. The pride is strong. But boy, you cannot embarrass me. I don't care who you are, what you do. Not me. Not me. Not, not me. You I'm can embarrass yourself. But you're not going to embarrass me. So I have but. over 100 TikToks. Just reinforcing, <laughs> like, just, like, don't even embarrass yourself alone. Don't even give any type of... So I, when I say I fell back, I fell back so hard. I love that. Oh, my cutoff game is strong. Yo. It's very strong. It's it's very... <clears throat> anyway, thank God for... It's, it's even Christ that's making me, like, give people grace. But my cutoff game is like, okay, mm. I didn't come in the world with you, and I'm not dying with you, so I don't need you. Yeah. Bye. But you know, God, God, God working on me. But anyway, yeah, so yeah. I like that. um, it's so gross. I healed, like I healed. So I mean, like yeah. I was cracking up, like that's not about me. I mean, of course you can cry here and there, like there are your moments. But another day, as time went on, it's just like it, it became easier to breathe. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and it's just like to the point, like, day. Thank you, God, for sparing me. Thank God I dodged the bullet. You know, um, because <laughs> it's like day. <laughs> So basically, my pastor had a conference. It's her second year doing it, but she has a mm-hmm. conference every September um, for women that basically experience pain. Last year was mm-hmm. caretakers, caretaker women that were caretakers of like mentally ill children mm-hmm. or um, disabled partners, and how like God being the caretaker, how it took a toll on them, but how God you know strengthened them. This year was domestic violence or abuse, okay. and um. The icebreaker was like, name, you know, a woman in the Bible that experienced domestic abuse or violence, you know, and people, and someone was like, Queen Vashti. And then I was like, mm-hmm. what? Queen Vashti, you know, like, what do you mean? And they're like, that's an interesting take. And the person was just like, well, she experienced heartbreak. Um, she experienced um, violence because her husband put her out the house. He, like, he was stripped of her title and everything because she didn't come to this event. Like, he literally <laughs> removed her and, mm-hmm. and replaced her. And that's what that's traumatic. That's traumatic for somebody, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we, <laughs> excuse me, the keynote speakers they shared about how they, you know, either their husband cheated on them or their husband beat them, and these are women of God, like powerhouses. Like, wow. One of them, I saw her minister a couple months ago, and she had the place. And to know that her husband was beating her before, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> how did she, she got married twice, two abusive men back to back. So when I went oh, home, I asked, that's a pattern, baby. Um, so when I went home, I, I thought like, why did you leave me into this thing and that, you know, and God just took me to Esther. Mm-hmm. Took me back to Esther, took me back to Queen Vashti. And then he was just like, Queen Vashti had a feast. She was doing her own thing. It happened to be the same night her husband was having a feast. Mm-hmm. Two powerhouses. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Queen Vashti can pull the crowd. And so can her husband. Her husband but because yeah. she's a queen to this man, she's a wife to this man, she has to like submit and come to his mm, event. And mm. sometimes like God instills things in women that if they're married to certain people, it wouldn't be birth. Like um Catherine Kuhlman. Um the host bro was evident. Like she let Benny yeah. Hill, like Benny Hill was under her, you know? Yeah. Um but because she married this guy, even though God God told her no, she still married him. He single handedly destroyed her ministry. 
the yeah. point that the ministry is no longer there. The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit was moving through that ministry, but you know, it died yeah. with her. So it's just like some people have something instilled with them and they need the correct partner. And some yeah. people, have some, like some men have some things that are instilled with them and they need the correct partner to compliment that. That's and really what I is. might not be the person to compliment this person. I think when <laughs> I, pastor. I the, no, not a pastor, but listen, I remember I went to, I did a mission trip years ago and one of the aunties on the mission trip, it was in Belize. One of the aunties on the mission trip, I will never forget this word that she gave us. She said to us, she said, if a man leaves you before marriage, even even if he leaves you at the altar, she said, mm. get, on, get on your knees and worship your God because it's better to be left before marriage than to be left in marriage. And she mm-hmm. said, that means that there's something, there's something there that's not, that's not for you. And God mm. either is saving you from some from destruction, or yeah, pretty much God is saving you from destruction. Yeah. And I and, and every heartbreak that I've had since, every time I look back at those relationships and I see who I am and I see where I'm going, I'm like, Jesus, thank you, Father. Because <laughs> you knew what I did not know. Like <laughs> he just knew. So that's why I say, like. I think heartbreak is okay i know yeah. i sound wild saying this and i'm even hearing myself speaking i'm like who are you but i mm. really really believe like heartbreak is okay it's part of the stretching it's part of getting you to who you need to be here's another thing i want to tell you so i how i got to this place i received so, i received i was <laughs> there's this book i read by this <laughs> there's this book i read by this lady called Marshawn. Daniels. I forgot. Yeah, Marshawn Daniels. So when I o- started reading the book, I like I love audiobooks. So I was mm-hmm. listening to the I was listening, I was in a toxic relationship. Okay. I'm listening to this lady book. She started talking about she's about, she's pr- planning for her wedding. She's literally two days bef- before her wedding. She said the Holy Spirit like was convicting her, like, I need you to pray. I need you to just talk to me. So she literally shut everybody out and just was praying for two days just waiting for on a word from god her wedding is planned okay everything is done holy spirit revealed to her something is wrong with the man that you're gonna marry that you're gonna mm. marry i said oh child remember i'm in a toxic relationship at this point I said, oh child i don't think i can listen to this book bruh i don't think i can listen to this book because it was it's giving triggering me, you it was triggering i was like nah i don't know i can listen to this so I didn't, I didn't finish. I didn't listen to the book. I turned the book off. A year later, I am now mentally and emotionally strong. I said, Mm. you know what? Let me go read this. Listen to this book again. I listened to the book. I pick up exactly from where I left off. She says, I called my marriage. I called my wedding off because she found out the man was cheating on her with his Mm ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, this is why you made me read this book. That's not why he made me read the book. The business that she built after getting out of that relationship and the woman she became after getting out that relationship, that's why God made me read that book. Mm. and, And that was the reason why I was like, oh, okay, I understand. I wasn't I wasn't emotionally ready to break whatever I needed to break at that time. So I caused my own delay. Yeah. Straight up. Nobody caused the delay for me. I caused my own delay. 
I literally, God Ben told me, this is not it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just, you know, but your promises, your promises, <laughs> try to hold on to something that's like, it's not there, it's gone. And yeah. the beauty that, I, what I love about that lady's story is that at the end of the day, she ends up marrying her purpose partner, yes. someone who's aligned with her. And not only did she marry the person who was aligned with her, they both built up their business together and then also intertwined their businesses together. But on top of it, God blessed her with triplets as her first pregnancy. I receive it, Lord. I receive it. Oh, I receive you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. So, so yeah, like that's, I think that's part of, these are the things for me that make me feel like, yeah, God is not an author of confusion. He is writing the story. Let me let him write it. And also he's, yeah. he checked me. He said, stop trying to pick every guy you ever dated. I didn't pick him for you. You picked him. How'd I work for you? I say, yeah. Huh. Let me tell you, this, my God. Nah, he, that's he, a low blow. He, he literally nah. be checking me. He said, I ain't choose them for you. You did. So um, and how's that, sidebar. how's that working? <laughs> sidebar. Um, her goddess from New York because oh yeah he, goddess from New York oh, he talks to he talks to her because mm-hmm. nah the Lord be he be checking me he be checking yeah. me OD but yeah so after that I said oh Lord Jesus now um I'm single but like I'm not really like pressed if that mm-hmm. makes sense nah, not pressed because yeah. we're enjoying this season mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I want to get married for sure and all that when it's yes, when it's time <laughs> with the right person and it's not gonna, it and it's not gonna be confusing either okay? crystal clear yeah but i'm happy for okay. you you sound so good my dear it's the lord's doing yeah literally my caption on instagram my bio the lord's doing we're doing a one-year bible reading plan at my church and i yeah. was reading it one day and we're reading psalms i can't remember Maybe 30, 31, one of them. And it was like, what's it proper? One of them. Basically, it was like, um, sorrow is better than laughter. Mm. And I'm like, what is this? So we basically every Wednesday we go on Zoom and share what we learned. So I, I brought that up and I was just like, you know, earlier this year, I was crying a lot. Like a lot has happened this year. Um, but the this Bible this church says sorrow is better than laughter. I was like, even though I went through a lot, I was forged in the fire. Like mm. God has really birthed a, a new Alami day. This is Alami, it's Alami yeah. 3.0. Um, um, God, <laughs> this is birthed through sorrow. It's crazy how the word will jump out at you. Ecclesiastic 7, okay. um, chapter 7. Sorrow is better than laughter because a sad face is good for the heart. Mm. The heart of the wise is in the house of the morning and the heart of the fool is in the house of pleasure. It is better mm. to heed to a wise man's rebuke than listen to the songs mm-hmm. of fools. Songs of fools, yep. So I, I, that that stuck with me is like, I'm able to be like this because in that in that pain, I was able to like see my community showed up for me, mm-hmm. and, and they're ready to tussle for me right now. But you know, we, we, I say you know we're safe. Everybody, calm down, calm down. I, <clears throat> let's not step outside the house of the Lord. The Lord of the house, you know. Not um, so but. Not yeah, the tussling, please don't tussle. My best friend was like, I'm going to tussle, let me know. Just say the word, just, just give me the wink. And I was, <laughs> but I'm like, nah, but my community definitely showed up. Like they be checking on me, hanging out, um, you know, especially with this fast. 
Mm. A lot of spiritual attacks during this fast, actually, more than last year. Um, mm. But it's like, you know, God wants to do something. Um, but, you know, I'm able to laugh and talk about this because I see the hand of the Lord and I see that the Lord has spared me. And yet yeah. to walk in a revelation, like, yeah, something greater and better is on the way. Do you feel like you're ready for marriage? Absolutely. I was ready yesterday. I picked up my dress. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Hanifa. I saw your show, baby. And I'm going to wear her dress at my wedding. I already <laughs> texted my Laga last night. I already texted my Laga. So that's uh, <laughs> yeah. at this point. I got the venue. I got the bridesmaid. Got the venue? Oh, come on. I had the, bride, the venue since 2016. Mm. Why well, am I not surprised? I don't got no venue. Does that, does that say, what does that say about me? But I mean, I, I don't want a wedding, but I'm a firstborn daughter. I'm so a you're by a woman. Too. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a first grandchild. So it's not even like, oh, I, 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 should, I should show up, you know? Yeah. You literally have no choice. You have no I say. have no choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what about, what about your husband? What do you think he's going to say? About having a wedding? Yeah. Well, you don't know. This is, see, this is the thing. Girls, we sit, we sit here and we be having a whole wedding planned. And then, no, no. If he doesn't have the wedding, I'm with it because I don't want to want either. I want to have a ceremony. I love ceremonies. Yeah. I think it's I so beautiful to just see people come together at the altar mm-hmm. and hear the vows and then hear the, the preacher and the, give the sermon and people experience God. But from the perspective of marriage, mm-hmm. I love ceremonies. And people come yeah. late to that. And that blows me. So I want to have like a Yeah, because that, that's the most important part. Well, so they come for the food and drinks. Of course. But you know, I heard people are starting to do these um private vows. Yeah. So they're having like these private vow ceremonies where they just, it's just them, photographer, and maybe like a priest if they want, or okay. whoever their man of God is, or no, or no one. Well, I think you know, I remember who my mother was, who my mother is, and that would not fly. No, you there. do that. And then you do the wedding. Like, but like, okay, if you okay. want to have like your own intimate like you have your own intimate thing okay. y'all do that first that they usually do that during first look i wanted to have my own private proposal and then i realized this journey to love has been ghetto and the people that supported me need to be there when this man no no realize why they run away when they're getting proposed to they've seen so much pepper and shake they're confused <laughs> this guy's really proposing no it's a prank what's ashton yeah. because what that's what? why they run away because it's like no, there's no yeah. way you want to marry me. Oh. <laughs> Listen, you just gotta say, you just gotta say, Lord, make my love story a billboard. Use me as a billboard. That's it. Oh my gosh, you know the influencer demo? I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was just about to say that, and I was like, I was so hyped when I saw that. I was Ooh, like, yeah, demo since the beginning, mm-hmm. yo, I'm so happy. I said, wow. Yeah, I'm waiting for Tony Tone next. I'm waiting for Tony Tone. When Tony Tone gets married, gets engaged, I'm a, it's like I'm part of the London family. Just send too. me the Zoom link. Let me watch from America. <laughs> <laughs> no, her, no. But she also, she, she released a book. She traveled. Right. She said, you know, she did all, at 30, she did all this stuff because it's like, I read her book. Oh, how yeah. It was good. It was really, I read the first one. It was really good. Um, And it basically is like everything that we've been talking about. She literally wow. was just like, my sister always says this thing to me. She's like, when you're doing the thing you're called to do, mm. the mar- that's when the marriage is going to show up. Hey! And I said, wow, I'm a... 
The Lord heard you. Father, I, heard I already you. had I already had the event. I already had the podcast event. So that means the man's around the corner. Before my yeah. 33rd birthday, I, I need to see something. Lord, I'm in agreement with her. Amen. My birthday's in January. So I'm about to I say, to... we got a couple months. We got 70. I, I, I'm I doing a countdown right now. I need something to shake. <laughs> Listen, I'm doing a countdown right now. We got 70. Hold on. What is it? 77 days left in the year, I believe. The God, of, This God is a God of the 11th hour, okay? No, God I'm... can change. God, time does not exist. Time. Time. God is not constrained to time. At all. At all. At all. And he's a restorer of time. That's why that lady ended up getting having the triplets. Because he's a restorer of time. He'll restore everything. Amen. I, yeah. And I think that's also like the anchor too. Like I rest. What I will say to girls, please just go learn the word of God for yourself. Even with me and Alamide giving you guys talking, talking about our story and you hear other women tell their stories and their testimonies. Literally, let the word of God live in your heart. That is the Amen. thing that will comfort you. That's the thing that will help with the hard nights. Cause like even me, the way I'm talking, there are there have been days where it's like, God, I'm really, I'm really still single. Wow, that's crazy. You know what I mean? But then I remember his promises and I remember what he's that he's a God, he's not a man that he should lie. So I just want that to be the thing that people take away is that let the word of God be the thing that rests in their heart. Not ending, but I'm just saying. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because even I was saying that when it ended, come see how God just blew on my life. Like literally, this guy ended mm. it on the on 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 a Sunday. By the next day, John Hopkins emailed me like, "Want to do a phone interview with you?" I had a phone interview, fifteen minutes. They brought me on. Boom, 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 boom. Um, I I finally got. I went to Tulum for my birthday. Started John Hopkins. Went to Tulum for my birthday. Went to Jamaica a month after. Then I got my apartment in May and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like God was just boom, boom, boom. Everything was just going. Um, and it's just like I was I was telling Taiwo like last month, where I am today is not yeah. where I was two years ago. Two years ago, I didn't have a job. Yeah. I think I had less less, less than two thousand in my name. Mm-hmm. You know, I was applying. I was I was like I was in Georgia. Now I'm back in Maryland. You know, I have a job. I actually left on Hopkins. I have another job, I have a new job. You know, like God has, and it's like, yeah. I literally, and even like these last, these, the second half of this year, I wrote down goals. I'm mm-hmm. knocking them out one mm-hmm. by one. So it's just like, God is very intentional with every aspect of our lives. Yeah. He's definitely intentional with our love story. Cause that's like, you're being connected to somebody in covenant. Why would God be haga haga with that? Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. Yeah. Same, similar to me. Like I, the moment that, everything like ended like for real for real ended um not no more back and forth I got my job a week later my new job and then next thing you know they were like oh you're gonna have to travel I was like what travel okay next thing you know they were like do you want to go to Paris for this thing I was like Paris and that's just how it started yeah so it was just like it was crazy. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. God has been so good. So very similar to you. I got my new car, things like that. Like very similar Ooh. to you. <laughs> yeah. Similar to you. Like it was just like, once I broke that pattern, once I broke that pattern, it was like, my life just went whoosh, skyrocket. It just kept going up, up, up. And it's still going up, baby. From glory to glory. 
Yeah, straight up. But no, but you know, it's and this is not to be like negative. Like I'm not trying to be negative towards my past situations, but it's just like, yeah, sometimes you just gotta be obedient. When God says it's done, it's done. And he will bless you on the other side. Cause we operate, we're his daughters. So if you think about God as your father, like your father doesn't want to see you sad. He doesn't want to see you heartbroken. He want to see you thriving. Yeah. Yeah. So. And God knows what he has for you. So. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Yeah. But, but I'm also a no-nonsense girl, so don't try me. Okay. Often we find strength and resilience within ourselves during tough times. Can you talk about the personal growth and self-discovery that emerged from this heartbreak? And how has it positively impacted your life? Uh, great, great question. <laughs> um, I think I found my voice again. Mm. Yeah, I think I had, um, and we touched on it a little bit. You touched on it earlier um, for yourself. But like, I think I had lost my voice in my mm. relationship. I'm very like, I can do... I can do multiple things at one time, but for real, for real, I can't do too many things. So I can only, I could only focus on the man things and, you know, do my job thing and then everything else kind of like, no, or I'll do like the job thing and try to build a business thing. And then that's it. So like, I totally, 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 I definitely lost my entire self in my past relationship. And so I think since then, like I found my confidence, I found my voice, I found clarity on purpose and what I'm called to do. And um, yeah, just confidence in myself. And then also I feel like I've just been having more fun. I also have learned how to enjoy me, my own company. So like I've traveled, like I said, I traveled a lot. So some of the places I've traveled, I have to be by myself because I'm like there Mm -hmm. for work and stuff. And so before I could never like be by myself, it was always like, I need to have somebody, but now I can go to different countries and just talk to people and make friends. My friends make fun of me all the time. Winnie makes friends with people everywhere. Like I'll make friends with people in the airport. I'll make friends with uh people in the in the uber or the train or whatever like so i just feel my number one thing is like i feel more confident in myself hmm. like i that's feel good. That's like, good. yeah like i know who i am and i could walk in that too i can relate to that because i felt mm-hmm. so after i had the podcast event uh, my best friend was like i have a million best friends and one of my best friends was like um Oh, now the man's gonna come. I said, no, I'm on grind mode. I cannot do this. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't date right now. She's like, what? Cause my thing is like, I don't know if I'm like, if I have like a if I'm I get fixated on people or fixated on things, but I can be very tunnel vision. So mm-hmm. if I'm dating somebody, I'm like laser locked in. But if I'm focused on an event or plans, I'm laser locked in. <laughs> I haven't really mastered balancing dating somebody. And then still maintaining like, okay, I'm spending two hours to record a podcast on a Monday. You know, I haven't really balanced, okay, like doing that well. Like either I give something more and sometimes it's the person you're dating. Um, So like, I just need to, I learned that like one, I have to like make myself a priority or make my passions a priority. And I think mm-hmm. then I didn't, I didn't know my purpose. Like 
I didn't I was unemployed. Like I'm still trying to figure out like getting into marketing, um, like fully like a legit marketing job and all this X, Y, and Z. But now it's like, no, I have a legit marketing job. I have skills. I have I have a nice portfolio. I have experience under my belt. You know, I can perform well during an interview and sell myself. So mm. I have definitely grown personally like that to now know like, okay, um, I'm a value, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I think when I was dating, I sometimes date people, I, I see them as the prize. Mm. But why is a man the prize? Yeah. Why is a Nijab man the prize? When is a Nijab man the prize? Like what? Come on, Dave. Femi is not the prize. <laughs> That's so funny. I just talked to my brother. His name is Olamide too. He was like, "We are the prize." Like, duh. I said because what is because Burna Boy, Job City Boys, they, they think they're the prize. It's not them. <laughs> they no, seriously though, they think they're, they're the prize. They're, they're in the sassy bag. Oh, D. And society has not helped them. All these American girls like not that guys, not that guys. No, everybody. everybody. It's not just like American them. though. It's everybody. The Spanish girl, Latino girls like them now too. Asian girls like them, and it's listen. As a year old girl, at the side, I used to be in denial and be like, uh, you know, these night job boys can't get me. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. They're my favorites. They're the of ones course. I want. They're the ones I like the most. But madness knows madness exactly it's the madness that they like to give it's the way they act it's the way they act and it's just not for for me like y'all stressful but i can't but i can't deny them i'm the prize like i don't think i don't think i did a guy that looked better than me so i'm the prize big facts big facts and then also it's like i'm I think I I've, I let that person be the spiritual one, but no, I'm the spiritual one too. Like you don't know, oh, yeah, no. we both hear from God. Like, mm-hmm. see, I think that's path. Oh, yeah. really? Because he didn't tell me that. That's the problem with the Christianity, the Christian dating, y'all. Um, that's the problem. God didn't come down from the mountain and give me the 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 tablets. It's mm-hmm. like. I don't know why. Some I, I feel like sometimes men be intimidated. I like mm. how 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 in tune to in, how tuned women are in Christ and like how strong they are in their prayer life and things like that. Like for some, not all. I just mm-hmm. think that some, some men really do be intimidated and be like, "Nah, I can't. She's too much." And it's like, bro, mm. you could do the same. Like, are you not supposed to lead our household? Why am I the one telling you? Like, we should pray no, about that's why that's not a portion. The end mm-hmm. of the mother being the spiritual head, the spiritual head. I'm tired. Exactly. That's I, an error. That's a big error. So I went to a conference and someone was like, her pastor said that that is like transgender in the church. When the woman is now I, the spiritual head wow. and the man isn't like, you're now taking the role of a man. You have not, wow. you have, you now have switched to gender roles. I said, wow, I've never heard of it like that before. That's intense. Yeah, I think back like about my, even like my childhood, my dad is the reason why, like my mom is like a prayer warrior and all that stuff. But my father is the one who taught me and my siblings how to pray. So like Mm -hmm. the prayers that he taught me at like five years old are some of the prayers that I still do over my food and stuff like that. Like those things have impact. I don't know. Men just need to like, they need to just humble themselves before the Lord. Literally. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I think yeah, also I like 
<laughs> I've um been reading some books. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. finished them, but I've started like um. Boundaries How many books dating. you started? <laughs> Girl, too many. It's actually it's actually like a bookcase. Boundaries yeah. and dating, sacred mm-hmm. circle. Um. Even reading like Bamboozled by Jesus by Yvonne Orji, like how is you it know, good? Like, yes, it's really good. I okay. just I have it. I, I wish I got the audio and not the actual book. Um, yeah, and I have the even, audio. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, reading emotionally health emotionally healthy woman. Reading that was also good. Talked about like how she was broken as a pastor's wife, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the stuff like this, hearing people's stories, um, helped. Um, honestly, like living life. Like I know people. People think like, okay, you're out and about, maybe trying to avoid. Ex- no, I let myself cry for a month. By week three, I was embarrassing myself at this point. And I had to be like, let me move on. Because in the day, mm. these people have moved on. They they found somebody else that they like and you're here crying. No. What, what sense does that make? Oh, you know, how how much longer can you um how much longer can you mourn um you mourn Saul like you know when God told Samuel yeah, like, Samuel, yeah. Samuel was crying like they picked the king and God was like I let that go oh my Why god you- I had that revelation once too when I was crying over um my relationship I was boohooing and Lord was like so do you want to be a, a Samuel because no, he's like do you want a Saul or do you want a David like which one is it I said oh like, why are you still crying? How much longer mm-hmm. you mourn this? So I was just like, I allowed myself to cry for three weeks. Once I saw that TikTok that slapped me into shape, I stopped crying. And then I was like, wow, I'm 32. I got so much life in me. I had to go out. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I started hanging out with friends, come on my shell, you know, throw some shade here and there, but you know, it's allowed. Not the throw some God. shade here the, and the, there. The, the, the grace of God. The grace of God. The grace of God. Um, but now it's just like, hmm. It is what it is. Listen, life is funny. Let's talk about this five years from now. Let's see where we at. Girl, next next year, June. Let's let's see where we at. I'm getting my Asha be ready. That's right. You too, get your Asha be ready for me. I already already have a folder of my Asha B styles that I'm going to be. I already know how I'm going to have my my trad entrance. Mm. Oh yeah! Oh shit! With the talking drums, I mean, girl, <laughs> it's gonna be a movie. I love this. You know, so I was just like, yeah. Where are we going though? Are, are we going to? Are we going to Maryland? Are we going to Nigeria? Are we going to another place? You know, I was thinking Maryland because I'm from Maryland. But now that you're talking, we we might have to go off the country. Ah, international things. I like that. That's my type of party. Mm-hmm. That's my type of party. Yeah, VIP. but you know. So do you think you're ready for dating? Because you, you're you saying next year. Saying oh, that should be engaged. Yeah, you're saying next year. You're saying next year being engaged. That means the man could show up tomorrow. If Shut you ask ready. me, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> my yeah. girl. No, yeah. Literally, I'm ready. I love Listen. it. I love seeing you like this because I remember oh. when we talked a couple months ago. Oh, it was shaky. But now, my I said, girl is... Yaweri. Like, <laughs> you did not Yaweri. Stop saying that. Yeah, I didn't. Nobody driving me crazy. <laughs> I was, but no, it was stressy before you stressed me. Yeah. But, they, but no. they, they try to get you, girl, but it's all right. 
tried to defeat me. Mm, anyway but no i'm actually really i'm really good like god yeah. is good like mm-hmm. i have my podcast event i keep saying it because I, I can't believe i did it in three weeks no i'm so proud of you oh dude, i like, was like you- we announced it in september and we we, we sold good tickets and the conference god really on the the panelists like they were mm. talking from a place of like what? Mm. I almost lost my mind because they were talking like they were dropping gems. I'm like, oh, people can hear what they're saying. I recorded it, of course, but I'm going to release it next year. Okay. Well, you mm. know, this is that's part of the inspiration. I told you what I want to do. We don't got to announce it, but you know, you holding me, holding my feet to the fire. Got a deadline. Yeah, you do. I, I almost <laughs> forgot, but now you think I remind me. Um, okay. but yeah, we can move on. All right. I guess I guess last question. Um. If you could offer advice to others who are going through similar heartbreak, what would Mm -hmm. it be? What key lessons or insights have you gained that you believe can help them on their journey to healing? Mm, First thing first, cry it out. Cry it out. Oh, yeah. I don't know why anybody thinks that like holding in those emotions. Crying is relief. It gives you relief. (laughs) Cry it out. Cry as much as you need to cry and then be done. I'm about and to so, cry out like Javis. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, you can, you know, cry it out and then focus on your focus. Recalibrate. Okay, that chapter is closed. We're on to a new chapter. Lord, what are you... Then you go to God. Lord, what are you trying to do in this next phase of my life? Mm-hmm. Every time I've had heartbreak, I'm not going to lie to you. Every time I have heartbreak, I always end up doing something amazing. First time I had like serious heartbreak, I applied to grad school. I did that. My my second heartbreak, I finally got into, I finally got a job that I really, really like wanted and cared about and like big deal. So listen, just cry it out. Then talk to God. What am, what is it that, what should I do next? What should I focus on next? And then work. Just work, Mm -hmm. get it done. Do what you got to do. Times of the essence. Times of the essence. And then, because the thing is, when you're so focused and fixated on whatever it is that you're supposed to do, that's when the right one shows up. Yeah. That's when the right one shows up. But do the work. Also, I will say heal. I think that's so important. Because it's very easy to be like, to say you're healed, and then some you'll see something and it triggers you. And you realize, oh, I'm not healed. If you have a visceral reaction to your ex still, you're not healed. If no, you, I agree. I feel like you could be healed and in, heal, in healing simultaneously. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, you're not where you are when it first happened. Right. But there's still, because, like, for me, like, I don't see this person often. So I can, like, live life. When I do see them, it's like, oh, but you're yours is still, it's still very, very fresh. So it's okay. It's, okay. It's, you know, it's not, it's not abnormal for you to, like, have that kind of reaction. What I, what I'm saying is, like, you want to get complete wholeness, complete healing that by the time your man shows up, you oh. don't even, that's not even a factor. It's not even amnesia, a factor. Amnesia. Exactly. Literally. I'm going to tell Literally. my new man, I don't have any exes. You're the first man I ever dated in my life. What was the same? Um, um, Manasseh. That's what Joseph named his son or Manasseh. That's what he named his son to Forget my past to forget my pain. Yes. Literally, Lord, help me to forget that. 
if somebody even asks you if you dated someone, say, well, like, what? I dated who? Oh, y'all. Literally. That's all I see, y'all. Me? Come on now. I don't know that. What 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 the Drea said? I think, oh, she said your wholeness could be deleted. Never mind, but I think your exes can be deleted. So, yeah, that's my that's my advice, though. I think for me, I would say, I know it's cliche, but it gets better with time. It does. Yeah. I like that one. Like as time gets on, goes on, mm-hmm. um, of course, grieve. But as time goes on, it literally gets better and better and better. And you have a fresh, like you have, you, well, it only gets better with time when you fill the time with things that are meaningful. Because mm-hmm. if you're in the house wallowing from, yeah. from when it happens to like December, it's not mm-hmm. getting better. But if That's you go bullshit. out, touch some grass, go to the movies. Not touch some grass. Because <laughs> when, when it first happened, I told my friend who happened to be my neighbor, um, and we went on walks around the neighborhood. Yeah, that's the, that we helps. Just literally went on walks. And it's like, that's the first thing I was just venting. And by the next week, it just got easier because, and it was walking, let the, let the cool breeze calm me down and mm-hmm. just taking in nature and just talking yeah. about other things. It really helped, like, free therapy. So it's like just literally touching grass, going out to get some air, um, finding things to do that will add value to, that gives you joy, that sparks joy. Like, mm-hmm. whether it's going to brunch with friends. Um, like, for me, I used to go just sit on my friend's couch with their kids and play with them. Like, it's just, that's yeah. just, don't be, in, don't be in the house wallowing. Just really, with time, it gets better, but make sure that you fill that time with something that's that meaningful. Tough. Uh-huh. I love that. And then also, like, focus, like, don't forget who you are. Like, if you went to the gym, go back to the gym. Um, go back to cooking. Go back mm-hmm. to organizing your room. Making sure, like, sometimes when you when you're grieving, you can slightly fall into depression and abandon yeah. yourself. You yeah. look sloppy. Your hair's not done. Your room's not done. You ever got your nose? No. Go get your nose done. Go get your feet done. Get your hair done. Like, look your best because you don't want your enemies to rejoice over you at nope. all. Like, no, nope. you don't. No, I don't catch me slipping. See this middle part to this hair? It's, 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 it's melted into my scalp. See these nails? They're done. So it's just like, nobody don't catch me slipping. Yo, I'm going to treat all I'm, If you don't treat me well, I'm going to treat myself well. At least I'm going to mm-hmm. love myself. So it's like yeah. loving on myself, buy myself some clothes, take myself to Oh, yes. Get go shopping, shape. go to dinner. Get some perfume, get, get some makeup. Mm-hmm. Love on yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love on yourself, honestly. Glow up. Somebody, somebody, I don't know who said it, but it was like, I, my therapist, there you go. She, she be dragging me. By, she just be dragging me. She was like, <laughs> so if a man came into your life today, what in your life will make him stay? What are you doing Ooh. that's so ex- exciting that will make him be like, mm, I want to draw myself to this girl. Why she shaking the table you like that? You didn't have to do that. But she's not lying, though. I said, you know what? I'm going to apply for my apartment. Oh, she's okay. I'm going to travel. Okay, what else? I'm going to do X, Y, Z. Okay. I'll, and I actually do all these things. But it's like, what in your life makes someone want to join you? Like, what about just like, mm, I want to be connected to Alami Day. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And that, I literally asked myself that question um, before, even before the breakup or whatever. Like, when I knew, I was like, yeah, now nah, I'm done with this. I asked myself, I said, girl, the man that you're designing, does he want to date you? Would he want to date you? I said, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we have we have work to do. Sometimes we will, I want a man with a six pack, and we don't got the six pack. I want a exactly. man that makes six figures. I'm unemployed. Like That's, it's just like yeah. it's not the math ain't mathing. The math ain't mathing. So sometimes what you desire, you have to become. So I had to like spend yeah. this couple this, this time to like I'm I was already amazing before. Yeah. But now Lombardy 3.0 is just on another level. So she's litty. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm a Pilates girl now. I love that. Ooh, we got money. Yeah, I, yeah. They <laughs> I ain't love cheap. They're not they're not cheap. It's not cheap at all. But I love Pilates. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think. Listen, if you need to do a, a a rebrand, just get broken up with real quick. No, if you want to level up in life, all you need <laughs> is a heartbreak. I'm t- yeah. All you need is one boss boost. Yep. It's just like wait, quick. Yeah, wake you up, wake your ass, wake up. you up. Literally, oh, like sorry. it's like it's fine. It's like it's like I don't know. It's like you're being forged in the fire, and you it's like God breaks you down. And then mm-hmm. builds you up. Yeah, it's like you're being built on a solid foundation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I love that. I like your advice. It was good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. It's spoken yeah. from from experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's next? Like, what do you have? Well, I guess I should answer that right because this is your podcast. No, you can, it's, you can ask me questions too. It's a, okay. It's a yeah. So what? Right. Yeah. So what do you have next? Um, I'm trying to go travel two more times before the year ends, like in, within the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm just th- thinking about how I want to spend my 33rd birthday. Every year I would say, I don't want to do the girls dinner or girls brunch. I'm going to be with my man. But it's like, it's looking like right now, my faith is going to be with my man. But right now it's looking like, you know, in the physical right now, it's looking like another girls brunch, another, you know, girls dinner. But I want to travel as well, but I'm like, where to like, so it's just like how was my 33rd birthday and it's even like um knocking out two i have i have i had six goals i think i have two more left to accomplish come on so take, i'm taking i'm one of them i'm like through the fast i'm like god the need has intensified you need to make something shake mm. um before this year ends like i'm not entering 33 without this goal accomplished mm-hmm. so um this this um, I guess, and also my career, like, I love my job. I'm being stretched. Yeah. I'm being, like, my capacity has widened. Like, um, I love my job. So it's, like, being more involved in my career. Like, okay, like, okay, before I would just take jobs that come my way. But it's, like, no. Mm. You can apply where you want and believe that you'll get it. You know, like you can apply to like HBO or you can apply yeah. to um, Google or you can apply to other mm-hmm. companies and, you know, believe it. So just like, and then also I want to go back to school eventually. So just like, I don't know if I need, I need more experience or go back to school, whatever. But I just want to take, take I want to level up in my career. So just um for 33, just preparing like how, how, how what would that look like? Mm-hmm. You know, so yes, me, it's what's next, you know, just I being like, fabulous. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what's next for you what's next for me um I am trying to really like build out and establish a business I've been putting it pushing putting it off putting it off putting it off Mm -hmm. and I feel like God is like the season is now you need to do it now so that's Mm -hmm. that also like 
I have some goals, some big goals um, that involve like purchasing some stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm really like trying to get closer to that. And yeah, I'm still like traveling. I have a couple more tr- trips this year. Some of my trips this year have been very unexpected anyways, but like I have a couple more in the in the US as well, unless God say something else. Um and yeah, like I'm actually really looking forward to 2024. Me too. Yeah, I'm Me like too. very excited. I was really excited for 2023 too. And honestly, God has like done beyond what I thought he was going to do for 2023. So I'm very, very excited for 2024 for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see the manifestation of our fruits. Amen. In 2024. Yeah. Amen. God has done something. God laid a firm foundation for next year. So yeah. I can't wait to see mm-hmm. what we have in next year. Yeah. Okay. So I want to end this podcast with a prayer. Okay. All right. And um, I honestly hope anyone that's listening to this podcast, like this episode, that it really blessed you. And if it mm-hmm. did, or it reminds you of somebody that's going through the same predicament, please share this podcast with them. You know, may they receive peace. So let us pray. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory and adoration. We thank you, Father God, because we are called your daughters and we have the privilege of calling you our father, Father God. That we, Father God, come before you and say that um, through heartbreak and through disappointments and through trials and tribulations, Father God, um, you have shown your hand to be mighty in our lives. And you have shown that you are the ultimate source for love. Father God, we just pray that anyone listening to this podcast, that you will heal their hearts, that you will give them peace and comfort they, mm-hmm. Though they may have questions that may never be answered, or they, they um, are not sure what, why this happened and all these things, Father God, may they not blame you. May they mm-hmm. not, let's not put a wedge between their love for you and their relationship with you, Father God. But Father God, may this incident draw them closer to you. And may mm-hmm. you wrap your arms around them and give them peace in this moment. Father God, we pray for any lies of the enemy that says that they're unloved, or it's their fault, or they lack this or lack that. Let them know that they are perfect and that the one that is for them, when he sees them, he will recognize them immediately. That there's mm-hmm. that in, in his spirit and their spirit, there will be a quickening. There won't be any confusion. And they'll be, they wouldn't have peace and know that this is your will, Father God. In this mm-hmm. season, Father God, may your voice ring louder than the voice of the enemy. May the enemy not have any victory. May the enemy not use this incident to drive them back to the world or back to their um, vices or put them in a bondage. May they not turn back to sex or alcohol or Mm. drugs or anything that is detrimental to their health and their walk, Father God. But may they ultimately come to you, Father God, the source for comfort and peace. Cover them in this moment, Father God. Um, Holy Spirit, be with them in this moment as they're hearing this prayer. Any burdens, anything on their heart, remove it right now. And we mm. cast it at the feet of Jesus. Any burden, any weight that's weighing and slowing us down, we, we cast it aside and we run towards the cross with joy, having full faith and conviction in the one that has written our story. In Jesus' yes, name we Lord. pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. Problem. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, this is so fun. Thank you. I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Yay. So, where can our audience find you? 
Oh, you guys can find me on Instagram at the Whitney Show, and Twitter same thing at the Whitney Show, TikTok at the Whitney Show underscore. So, hi. Oh, and you can find us at Ninja Girl Talk on Instagram. Please stay tuned for episode two. Oh, that ball.